Hello and welcome to Normal Boring Free Birth for Normal Boring People with Victoria and Leone. We're here to celebrate, share and explore everyday free birth stories from normal people like you. If you have a free birth story you would love to share, you can get in touch by sending a DM to our Instagram page at normalboringfreebirth or email us at normalboringfreebirth at outlook.com. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Great! Oh no, it's not quite Christmas, but it's nearly Christmas. But this is the normal boring free birth Christmas episode. Yeah, we're going to be talking about how to be in this season if you are pregnant, breastfeeding with a new baby, if you're planning your free birth, if you're a bit worried about relatives asking you over Christmas dinner, all of that stuff. We put out a shout out on our um, podcast Instagram page asking you for all of your top tips and comments. And we're going to chat about some of the things that you guys spoke about. Yeah, yeah. And we got we got an amazing response with some really, really good input. I'm going to put the tinsel down. Put the tinsel down. Put the tinsel down. That's enough festivities already. God. Oh, God. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but yeah, Christmas. Like I was I almost was feeling more festive like a month ago with with like the idea of Christmas I was like oh it's near like Christmas is like next month that's quite nice and you and you kind of like romanticize it and I had this sort of image of like you know oh I'm looking forward to the lights and the kids are going to be really cute and all that kind of stuff but now the closer we've got like as time went by I kept going oh yeah I must plan my time though because there's so much to do and I'm, I'm rapidly running out of time I must write it all down and I've had like a notepad living on the bloody kitchen table for weeks and I still haven't done it and now when it's next Friday as we record oh this my it's like, oh my god so I'm no kind way. of oh, I am sort of I am looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it but yeah, I just feel like it's been, it's a bit busy. <laughs> it's just a bit it busy. It is a bit impact. busy. I often find the the lead up though is often nicer mm. than the day itself almost. Yeah. You know, like you, I really love like snuggling down in the evening, yeah. getting the candles on, seeing all the beautiful lights and yeah, baking. I've done loads of baking Ooh, yeah. this year. I've just been baking all of the gingerbread. So that's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen your baking. It's looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we've been doing that too. I like that. I am very much a, a kind of crafty Christmas person. I like, mm. I like the handmade stuff. You know, I'm, I sort of try not to buy things. It's nicer to make stuff. But then also, again, it's hard. Like, there's just not a lot of time. Like, I'm quite arty. And I mean, Christmas of the past, like, I'd paint a lot of pictures and stuff like that. But I mean, this year, like, well, <laughs> there's just like no chance. Or it's ever an <laughs> evening where you've just got no energy and you're just like, well, I could try. But then I could also just sit down, which is also really appealing. <laughs> Well, it's not, you know, you've got kids. It's not like you've got all the time in the world, isn't it? And come yeah. the evening, like you say, it's a time for resting. I mean, what was your, you know, how, how was your first Christmas with children? Was it different? <gasps> yeah, presumably? that's it. I mean, so we've both made some notes about what we want to talk about in this episode. And that is a big one of mine, actually. I think the first Christmas, the idea of like baby's first Christmas is a big one because um there's a lot of merch out there of like the first like I remember buying yeah. baby's first Christmas uh bibs that were very cute uh baby's first <laughs> Christmas grow I had like particular outfits I had plans of like pictures I wanted to take and stuff but yeah. so what did we have so I guess with my first he must have been he was like let me try and work it out quick math 
<laughs> so he was about seven months for our first Christmas with our very first baby. And yeah. that was that was okay. But it so I, I don't know, I suppose seven months in, like, I mean, you're still it still feels new. Like it sounds like a big number or like a lot of time, but it doesn't feel like it when you get to seven months. Like I think before I had a baby at all, I think I thought three months was like a lot of time you know my plan was almost like oh I'll take three months off and then I'll go back part-time and I was still fully at home at seven months yeah. going like what the hell he's still such a small feeling baby I mean he wasn't small yeah. actually he was massive but he felt <laughs> young and I yeah. was still breastfeeding a lot like he was but again because it, it was my first like I didn't know what to expect so I didn't really know um but yeah life at seven months around the Christmas time was very much not that different from like the early early days it still felt like yeah I've got a newborn which he was you know and then and then like so last year it was our second's first Christmas and she would have only been four four months three and a bit something like that pretty young so she was younger for that kind of time and then also we've got one already so then it's like you've got the double whammy of you've still got you've got quite a new baby, but then you've already got a child as well. But I think by that point, I had the sense to just let go of trying to make mm. the first Christmas like a big photogenic event. Like Because who's it really for? <gasps> oh, exactly. Let's be honest. Who's, they don't who's... care. No, they don't no, know. they don't even know where they are. They just, as long as they're with <laughs> you, you know, they're not fussed. I mean, you know, I think I like seeing some lights and stuff. And I was quite anxious, actually, of like, are they going to wreck the tree and all this kind of stuff? <laughs> Weirdly, actually, none of mine have, which has been interesting. I thought this was the year because oh. what, what are they now? She's one and a half. He's three and a half. I thought this would be the year they're going to completely like desecrate the tree. It's going to be <laughs> on the floor. And they have pulled the odd bauble off and kind of gone yeah. bauble. But that's it, really. So that's kind of nice. I think it's more you've got this idea or I had this idea of like, right, I want the perfect photo. You know, I didn't quite go to the extent of getting us all like matching pyjamas, but I know people do. And it's yeah. and it's a nice idea. But I think, you know, I think I found that like, oh, my God, I've had no time to even get my husband anything decent as a present. Like I haven't bought him a card or I've forgotten this. I've forgotten that. And, and you've just got to accept that that's just newborn life. Even if that's seven months enough to have any baby, it's still newborn life. Let go. Let go of that first Christmas like like need or whatever you feel like that whole the kind of look of it you know I think I mean Instagram's obviously highly to blame for a lot of this but you just you don't have to have an Instagrammable first Christmas at all whatever the hell that is let go of that because it didn't happen for us we still had a nice time but it's 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 gonna be nicer the more you relax about it and you don't have that kind of set idea of what you want it to look like because that's that worked for us. I think just having no expectation. It's a bit like birth. Like, don't have any expectation <laughs> of how it's going to go. And then you'll have a better time. And be really nice to yourself. Like, don't don't feel like you've got to still be on your A game with all your gift giving and your card writing and all that kind of stuff. Because you have got other priorities. <laughs> you've got yeah. other, other things that are kind of drawing your attention. But how was your first Christmas with your three? I mean, you've had, God, it's just gotten busier in your house, I imagine. It's gotten very busy, yeah. But actually, it's got more relaxed <laughs> the mm. more that we've got on. Because, yeah, like you, we've just loosened off and loosened off. And I think, so my eldest, um, he's just turned seven, but he was, 
what was it yeah five weeks or something five weeks old oh, wow. around christmas time and god, we were living with my in-laws oh, at the god. time so it was wow. yeah it was he was tiny he was so little um but we were so we were living with my in-laws and um we were just knackered absolutely yes. exhausted you know just yeah. like a baby we were like didn't know what had hit us mm. it was it was very nice to be in a house where you know we didn't do any of the decorations that kind of just happened so we didn't need to you know make anything happen particularly yeah. but I do remember just feeling in this total kind of days of like I don't know what is going on in my whole world it's just been turned upside down and now oh, it's crazy like I, I just remember yeah. feeling like I don't know what to do with myself because mm. I think particularly because we were living with them but then you know when we got our own house and stuff it was like well what is our Christmas about what do we want to bring and I really yeah. think that takes a bit of time as a family to you know get your own traditions yeah. because I think like you were saying it can be quite a mixed time of year there's all of this kind of preconception about what Christmas should be maybe you know your family's growing up with one thing and your partner's family's growing yeah. up with another and then suddenly it's your first Christmas and you're going well hang on a minute isn't Christmas like this and they're going well we haven't really spoken about it before and it kind of happens on the day and it can be a bit like oh this is a bit weird um but yeah I just think like you letting go letting go of all those expectations and just having the confidence to say look this is just what we need to do and you know maybe that is not having a big meal on Christmas mm. maybe that's just having the three of you I mean some of the comments I was reading a few people actually were saying tell your in-laws you're going to your parents and tell your parents you're going to your oh. in-laws and just stay put just I do whatever that. the hell you want I love yeah, that too just, that's great you know just do whatever you need to do just mm. to have a, a low you know low-key <laughs> Christmas if that's what you need as long as they're not all part of the same whatsapp group or something I mean I bet a few are but yeah you know just in case again oh how was it having them round well I thought you had them round <laughs> yeah. that could get slightly awkward in the new year but yeah that's a good idea though yeah just say you're doing something because it's hard there's that feeling of offending people I suppose there's that almost feeling yeah. of obligation and I think that can get really full-on around Christmas because it's you can sort of feel like it's not really about you it's about everybody else and I think it can bring out the worst kind of people pleaser in us I suppose you know you think like they'll get offended if we don't go around on Christmas morning and then maybe we should see them in the afternoon because if it's not on Christmas day it's like have we chosen favorites and um it's like that Vicar of Dibley episode have you seen the Christmas one of that (laughs) where she's running back and forth yeah she's doing like a million (laughs) Christmas dinners because she doesn't want to offend anyone and it's a bit like that but if you're doing that with like a newborn or or even just children of any blooming age like that's tiring and then it, it you know and then where's your Christmas like it ends up being that you've just poured all your effort into everybody else yeah. and I get that but then you know at the end of it you're just gonna be craving a, a gin and a pile of chocolate or something and that's not really <laughs> what you re- ideally want of a Christmas you know it's just it's tough it's quite performative I guess like perform in the way that Can everyone be, wants yeah. yeah and I think that's a shame I would like to think, and I think this is not easy for everybody, but like if you can be honest with with your relatives and just say, you know, I just can't do it. Like it's it's just too hard. Like I mean, you were living with your in-laws and you were five weeks. I don't know if that made it better. I suppose it was easier in terms of seeing them different. because they were there. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely different. Oh God. <laughs> But yeah, but if like you're in, you know, if you're five weeks after having a baby and then, I don't know, say your in-laws live 
hours and hours away, it yeah. might not be realistic to go and do that, you know, because it's quite a tall order. Or for them to come to you either. You yeah, don't true. necessarily want to be hosting, you know, you've just had a baby, you should be <laughs> you should be in bed still, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's it's tough. And I think you've got to try and just be really kind to yourself and not be guilty about that you know there'll be other Christmases I yes, think yes yes just yes. remember that this is the first one and I like you say about making traditions I think I had this big sense once we'd had our first of like right we're a little family now in our own right what's our traditions I must create them immediately like what yeah, am I going to start doing now <laughs> exactly like how why aren't they already happening I must in this very first year like you've got these I, I you know I had these visions of like in the years to come our kids look back and they go oh mum's making her signature blah 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 dish that she does every year or she's she's you know we're bringing out the things that she's made and so I think I did actually I made little stockings and I got into like sewing which which I did enjoy but also I kind of felt like I, I sort of wanted to do because I wanted to create all these things now and there felt like this urgency of like well if I'm not doing it now I'm like missing the chance because this is like the first Christmas and stuff yeah it really doesn't matter like I mean right I don't know write some ideas down and do it next year that's fine I'll start in like July next year give yourself more time you know to gear up to it but yeah it really doesn't matter I think it's I I want people to hear this that like it's not that important you can do it next year the first Christmas doesn't matter it's not a big deal or even the second even or even the yeah second. the second yeah, the third just... I don't know or the fact that it's not on Christmas day like if it comes round to Christmas morning and then you get up and you just had a night of constant feeding and then yeah. you, you get dressed in your best like Christmas outfit and then your baby is sick you all like over shit. you <laughs> yeah exactly and, and they're like ill and, and it's just like nothing's going to plan sack it off for the day do it the next day yeah do it like you know usually most of us have a bit of time off around Christmas like do it in a couple of days time like don't feel like just because you know everybody's going oh it's Christmas day that you have to make a big thing of it on that day yeah you don't have to pretend if you're if you're feeling like you know ass warmed up you don't yes that's right because I mean I think all that happens then if you force it you will guarantee a day where you feel worse you'll be rowing with your other half or whatever you'll just be snappy and then you'll look back at photos I mean I do feel like I look back at photos of our yeah where your face is just like steely and like you just know (laughs) no one wanted their picture taken that day it was just not not feeling it no and it's okay just I think you know similar with the with the free birth plans and stuff like that just having the confidence to just Mm. do whatever you need to do Mm. um you know you're kind of building up that it's a skill I really feel like it's a skill you know having that strength to say I'm not doing what we've always done I'm going to do something different so that ties in nicely with the theme um, of this podcast but um I just wanted to touch on something that you were saying a little bit earlier about um this kind of people pleasing aspect Mm. and doing what other people kind of expect and I know that you know Christmas if you're breastfeeding Christmas is a prime time for mastitis and I really feel like that's something that we need to talk about um you know children babies get passed around 
often with you know lovely intention of oh give mum a break she must be knackered but relatives don't always know about the baby's feeding cues they can really really easily miss when that baby is starting to get hungry and you know oh go on just have another cuddle you'll be all right just give it a minute and then mum's going you know I'm feeling quite anxious my baby you can see baby Mm -hmm. being passed around and they need Mm -hmm. to be with each other mum and baby need to regulate with each other it's not just the baby so often um, I hear people of, you know, just wearing baby in a sling mm-hmm. for the whole of Christmas, you know, yeah. cuddle me and the baby, we're here. Or do you know what, if you want to come hang out with baby, um, bring me a glass of water and a mince yeah. pie and we can, you know, have a chat together. But really that's where baby should be, you yeah. know, close to mum so that you can really tune into their feeding. You know, you can go and rest together if you need to, if you're sort mm-hmm. of getting a bit overwhelming, if you need to go and find a quiet spot in another room just to, you know, regroup, <laughs> you're probably feeling a bit frazzled with all of the people around but yeah lots of um you know if you're traveling perhaps you you might miss on those hunger cues as well and it's a really really difficult time maybe forgetting to drink enough water because you're just Mm. maybe you're getting hot in the kitchen if you are cooking um Yeah. yeah just keep an eye on your baby keep your baby with you there's no obligation to pass them around like a like a present Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember those days, those early days of like well-meaning relatives, like you say, but they'll they'll kind of hold your baby and your baby starts crying and you know that they're rooting around for a boob and that yeah. they are they really yeah. want it. And but but this kind of like, you know, the person's just going like, oh no, it's okay. Don't they're there, don't worry. And you're just stood there going, Yeah, just yeah, just give them to me. Uh-huh. It yeah, is I, I know, I know. Just just, just give them to me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what they need. But I know, you know, people just think they're giving you a break. But they are, they're kind of getting in the way of, you know, what's just supposed to happen. Like you say, your baby's just going, right, oi, oi, I'm hungry. And, you know, your body wants to respond to that and and often will. It really reminds me, actually. So the first time I ever went out since having my first baby, I um, it was to like a kind of work Christmas party. And mm-hmm. I hadn't really left the house for that amount of time because, yeah, so he was seven months, as I have worked out. But, yeah, so then <laughs> I hadn't been out for like much at all really before that time I was breastfeeding he was quite a big baby um he was a chunky lad so he was feeding quite a lot um he was lovely and gorgeous and squishy uh but yes Mm. but I did I sort of I didn't I didn't pump loads but I did a little bit and it's a whole other conversation but it was sort of partly useful I had quite a lot of supply so sometimes before I went to bed I'd just pump a bit and it would feel a bit more comfy but it was kind of useful because it did sort of mean I had a bit of wriggle room in terms of like being away if I wanted to but so this one evening I left and I think he went down for sleep it's fine he was quite happy doing that and I took my pump out with me in my handbag and I mean really super glamorous like it's like I spent the whole (laughs) evening like occasionally kind of touching myself up slightly of like oh yeah, or they Am feel I a leaking? bit full. Yeah, they're yeah. Getting, definitely getting fuller. Like, it's like, <laughs> like you're just wearing this, like, I was wearing this, like, Christmassy dress, and you just become more and more, um, <laughs> you're just getting an increasing boob job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but you, but you get kind of like quite like uncomfortable. And then I thought, right, okay, it's about time I should go and pump. So then off I go to like, I mean, you've only got like a toilet to go and do it in. So I went off to the ladies, <laughs> sat down. Thing. Yeah, I think I had like one of those um, hacker thing, the suction ones on one boob to catch oh, yeah. it. And then I had my little like handheld pump in the other, and I just pumped for a bit, got got tons out, and then put it all 
on a bottle, went back, carried on. Um, but then it did get late and it's one of those things where like you're out and you don't feel like you want to cut it short because it's out and it's fun and stuff. I think someone was even giving me a lift back. So it was a bit like dependent on like, okay. Um, so eventually I got back and my whole plan was like, right, I'm going to like dream feed him or something. I'll feed him to try and sort of like alleviate myself a little bit. I go in and he is absolutely out for the count. Try and boob him. And I'm just like trying to kind of put this <laughs> nipple in this sleepy face. Oh. And there's just no the no response at all. It. No, it was just like he stayed so asleep, which was sort of nice. But then also it was like, oh, please feed a bit. So I think I, I couldn't do it. He didn't want to do it. So I pumped again. Um, but it is so, so different. Like how much you empty from a pump versus a baby very different so I went to sleep and then I think I woke up um at some point maybe a couple of hours later and I was in so much pain because they were massive they were so like full and it's it's interesting that that little change in rhythm of what we'd been usually doing I paid for that for like days Mm. so I think he did feed in the night but then because I was so massive one boob knocked him out didn't want the other one so then you're this case of like you're unbalanced it's like oh no please have the other one and I remember going to like the bathroom and squeezing some out because like, oh, I just need some relief and then yeah it took like the whole next day it, he was it was all out of sync and it really threw me out of whack for like a couple of days and then I was just like kicking myself and I shouldn't have gone to this thing I mean I probably just shouldn't have stayed as long I, I could have gone out but I should have come back or arranged something but yeah like I don't know it wouldn't be something I would do again. <laughs> if, I, if So I think like you've got to maybe be a bit realistic in terms of like what you can do with your time, you know, and, and mm. how much, you know, what that really means and the kind of cost and impact of that on you. Because, you know, yeah, it was fun going out, but it was just too much of a sort of disruption into our kind of rhythm of what we were doing. Perhaps it was just yeah. too soon for that. It was too early, but yeah, it was not a nice few days. Um, and it wasn't like Christmas day, but it was close to, and it was just like, Oh God. Oh. And, th- and like you say, this, this is just must be the why there is an increased risk of mastitis. Cause you're, you're kind of like interrupting that flow of what you're usually doing. It's like, you've put your boobs on a different time scale. So then they're kind of going like, well, hang about what's this. And that's the thing, isn't it? Because I mean, this is a whole other conversation, yeah. but pump, pumping mm. is also sold as a very good solution. I'm not against pumping, mm-hmm. but I think we need to be really aware exactly as you've just said, it does interrupt that. And personally, I've never got on with pumping because like mm. you, it's just so different. It's not a case yeah. of just, you know, pushing a button, emptying a bit out. And then it's this whole relationship that comes from the direct mouth to mm-hmm. nipple breastfeeding. Um, and I I just think it's it can be so hard on it particularly around your first Christmas where you you're new parents and you might still want to be doing all the things or at least a lot of the things that you used to be doing and you know I think in our culture we've got this idea of parents you know just you don't have to change that much just give your kid to a babysitter and then go out and have you have yeah. your fun but actually the impact on that dynamic and that relationship you don't really know until you've come home and go, oh, hang on a minute. That was quite a thing that we're now needing to undo. And it can be so hard, particularly if you, you know, if you have gone back to work and you see all your colleagues going out and you think, oh, I want to go. I want to join that. You know, that looks that looks more fun than being at home with my children. But I yeah. think part of the as the Christmases go by, I don't know if you feel the same, but for me, certainly, like I really, really love just 
like settling down oh God, on yeah. a winter's evening mm. like we're getting all cozy and snuggly. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go out I don't want to go to any Christmas do I'm the no same way. I've gone the I've gone the other way completely yeah. now I look at it as like yeah I think you're, you're right in the in like in the beginning and perhaps with the first baby especially you feel like oh I used to do that I used to go out I miss that but now I mean I might, you know you're three babies and I'm two but now I feel like no it's a great excuse that I don't have to go out I can just say oh no I can't <laughs> I can't because I've got the kids. Yeah, exactly. And I just, yeah, I don't really want to. I mean, I do. It's nice to have a balance in your life. And obviously, like, you know, it's not like you have kids and then never see people. But but I I do really. It's different though, isn't it? Yeah. And there's almost like, almost like kind of an assumption that you will enjoy going out more and and like going out and seeing friends and doing something like that than you would staying in with your kids and like it's almost like you're not allowed to or you're not supposed to just really genuinely want to spend time with them and be with them it varies because yeah there are some days where I do feel like yeah quite nice if I was out right now yeah it's not gonna lie I'd quite like to go out and just have a dinner and drink with some friends or something but yeah yeah, you just but you don't have to it's this thing again of like you know feeling like you're obligated to do something you're just really not but yeah I think the first baby you can feel a bit like well that used to be my life but then I think once you sort of settle into the kind of family feeling of your life and it is it's just a whole different life you're a different you you know you've got a kind of different priorities and set up in your life you know I think it's just allowing yourself to to do what you really want to do rather than what you expected of but yeah I I think as well it comes back to what we were just talking about you know passing the baby round at a gathering without that understanding that the mother baby relationship they they are one you know some cultures literally speak as if the mother and the baby are still the same sort of being same entity and I think this kind of assumption that we need to separate that you know go on go and have a break go out leave your kids behind is really damaging so one of the long messages that we received when we put a shout out for tips and stuff was about how to navigate the early postpartum around Christmas time Mm. you know what is going to be supportive is that going to be taking the baby for five hours so that they miss all their feeding cues and everyone feels a bit anxious or is Mm. that actually going to be what jobs can I do around the house? You know, can I empty the dishwasher? Can I, you know, maybe we have a Christmas meal where everyone brings a dish and nobody does the cooking. You know, if you're going to come around, what is going to be useful? And I really think having those kinds of conversations with your family before your baby's born, because you you know, you're knackered when you've just had your baby, you don't want to be talking about it. But having those conversations about boundaries, great, we can do Christmas, we're going to have a brand new baby, but this is what we need. And just being really clear about that, I think is so important because, I don't know otherwise it's just going to be shit Mm. (laughs) I think it's going to be really stressful and you know you've got all of your hormones are running wild and you're probably sleep deprived and maybe you're feeling great I don't know but I think it's a really tricky time anyway early postpartum and I know that we're going to have another conversation about that particular time yeah throw Christmas into the mix and it's just spanner yeah total spanner but yeah, what does what does mum need? And dad, let's not forget dad and or the partner. Um, you know, what does the couple need? Because everyone is adjusting to this brand new dynamic and probably sleep deprived, feeling anxious, you know, just to hear that they, they're doing a good job and it doesn't matter about what the Christmas tree looks like, you know, oh. I'm doing a good job. You are, you are Definitely. You're doing a good job. Let's have a look at some more comments and things. Oh, I know one. You got a good one. 
Yeah, no, I remember a theme that I wanted to talk that we that had come up from the tips and stuff, the comments, and that was about um, there were two free birth specific themes, and one of them was around this festive period. If you're going to be ordering supplies, maybe it's stuff for cord burning or tinctures or anything that's not, you know, a bit unusual. You can't just get from Lloyd's Pharmacy um, that you've got ordered by post. Um, Do it early because, as we've seen this year, uh, there have been postal strikes, so things aren't arriving. But anyway, Christmas is a really busy time for post. So get it in as soon as you can. Don't rely on the postal service. A really good one. Yeah. And the other free birth specific thing was around what do you do if your family, perhaps long lost relatives even, but what do you do at Christmas time if your family are asking you about your birth plans? You know, do you want to disclose them or not? Mm. And if you do, how, when, why, who, who are you going to chat about it with? So difficult, isn't it? Because your Christmas could just fast become a flurry of like, oh, well, my neighbour two doors down, they had a home birth and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's just not what you want. And, and yeah, these are the troubles. These are people that, you know, you're potentially super close to. So it kind of matters. And you could have a whole day's worth of just being told what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Particularly, you know, I don't know, I was going to say a sweeping statement, but particularly those maybe of an older generation or maybe people that you don't know so well if you've not seen people Mm. for a long time who just don't quite understand you either. Leave alone your ideas of free birthing. So I just think, just a reminder, you don't have to tell people your plans ever. That's always your choice. Um, And just be, but if you do, be prepared for potential conversations about it. And I think just being really, really clear within yourselves about why it is that you are making the choices that you're making and also why it is that you're going to be sharing these choices that you're going to be making I mean you can you can just nod and smile you don't mm-hmm. have to yeah path of least resistance might yeah. be easier. why lie yeah you can just you know omit just yeah certain just things. keep it really vague maybe you could you know if you don't want to have that conversation and it doesn't matter if you've already made up your mind you could just go yeah we're looking at options I don't know we're considering this we might do this and just don't commit to anything with someone so that just don't give, give them anything to kind of latch onto I suppose and then kind of go down a little rabbit hole of of kind of disapproval but yeah well, that's got a term hasn't it I think that's an actual thing is it like grey rocking or something gray where you just rocking. don't give anything you're just like yeah neutral bland no kind of hook to get into there's no there's nothing for you to gain interest yeah. here there's no, nothing to see here exactly you know, boring 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah I like that I, th- I think that would probably be my tactic because I don't know, because I don't know, there's a time and a place for having that energy to go, right, yeah, I'm fully prepared. I've read all the books. I'm going to tell you everything. Do you want to do that, you know, over Christmas? Or do you just want to like relax a bit? Because sometimes you might want to, like you might want to have these conversations, I suppose, and kind of fight your corner. But then, you know, just be mindful that you don't always have to do that. You know, you don't, you don't owe people explanations for what you're doing. You know, you could just yeah. be doing that. You don't have to justify or even convert people I think yeah it's, yeah. it's hard when it's family members because you can kind of really want them to be on board because you know they care about you you probably care about them you know and you you probably want them you, you wish that they could see it and I just think some people are never going to see it they're just never going to see it and it's hard mm. because you know you you kind of really wish you had that support but you've just got to really 
try and accept that the only person that really matters in all of this is, is really how you feel. I mean, mm. you know, yes, yeah, great that you're, it'd be good if your partner supports you, but I often kind of feel like, I mean, they don't have to even really fully understand or appreciate what you're doing mm. completely. Like, because like, I don't know, I hear of a lot of people kind of making decisions based on the fears of their partners. And I don't think that that is very fair or right either. Mm. So really it's, it's down to you. So maybe before Christmas, it's a good time to kind of, you know, really connect with like why you're doing what you're doing, maybe write it down. I don't know, like try and super cement your kind of um, connection and belief to your decisions to sort of, so you feel an, mm. on, on more solid footing, I guess. I think as well, like you've got to be prepared to potentially feel quite isolated around your plans for free birth. I think, you know, people do <laughs> like poo poo Instagram birth workers um, but there is a massive community yeah. of people online that you can connect with, not just Instagram. And I think if your family don't get it, that's mm. okay. They don't have to. You don't have to convince them. It yeah, might be yeah. really painful when you just want them to see that part of you that has just done or is preparing for this amazing thing. Like mm. I think most people just don't get it. Yeah. And I think trying and really wanting can be really difficult, but being connected to lots of other people let's face it online at the minute yeah um can be like a bit of a relief you know like a bit of a pocket um handy point of connection when when you feel a bit alien in the rest of your family just be prepared it's okay you don't have to um yeah conform it makes it really it reminds me of the fact that well you and I have both got our own little telegram groups of of mm-hmm. women that you know ones that have come together that have done your course specifically and then I created one not so long ago about just people that feel similar to you because you know it's nice to kind of if you've had a really rough day or a tough conversation with someone to kind of message people and go like oh god this person said this to me and I feel a bit like this to to people who understand and who are on a similar kind of like path to you that can be really good so maybe make use of groups like that I mean you know you and I have got one um or even just you know communities online try and connect with other people who are doing a similar thing so you've got someone you know a friend on your phone even that you can just message and go oh god I've had to deal with this conversation because it can be quite nice to sort of you know bring you up a little bit if you've got someone who's who can relate you know like you say so you don't feel as isolated because that can be really difficult yeah I mean obviously we we mostly all of us love our families and you yeah know, but it well, can be mostly. really yeah mostly, mostly. You know, but it can be a really difficult time of year I yeah. think for so many reasons maybe you're not seeing your family maybe mm. you are and it's a bit awkward or maybe you just you, you know you've got so much to catch up on how do you start how do you possibly explain to somebody how you got from um thinking about hospital birth to full-blown free birth like how do you get like how do you get to that point of sharing yourself Mm. with your family like it it, you're a whole different world away from where you used to be maybe the last time you saw them last Christmas like it can be a really difficult time for connecting with family and I just think Mm. like just remember who you are Mm. I know that sounds quite vague but it you know you don't have to be that little girl anymore you don't have Mm. to be you know because I think when we meet up with family so often we fall back into those weird family dynamics you know I don't like kind of siblings and the parents but you know you're fully grown adults and I know that sounds ridiculous to even remind people about that but it's really true particularly around pregnancy where 
we're up against a lot of maternity staff who do treat pregnant women and birthing people like children you know Mm. just remembering you are an adult you can make your own damn decisions Mm. and even if you sound weird over Christmas dinner like that's Mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah I think that touches on a really big one I think because it's it's something that I I am very acutely aware of myself and I feel like when something well I mean any kind of celebration time of the year comes around mm-hmm. whether that's your baby's first birthday your birthday yeah Christmas is a really prime example there can be a lot of people out there that Christmas is not a happy time. It is not yeah, a time where yeah. you're automatically thinking about wonderful, you know, um, celebrations with your family and, and friends and stuff. It can feel really tough. And I think, you yeah. know, it makes me remember those who've experienced a loss in this year yeah, or before. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't matter when that happened. You know, I think things like this that come around a very kind of anniversary feeling, it can bring back every feeling you've got associated with that whatever that kind of source of sadness is in a really big way because you you're kind of made to face the dream you had in your head of how something might have been and I think Mm. you know that can be incredibly difficult for a lot of us because if it's not that way it's having to deal with well how do I accept that and how do I work through that and I think speaking from experiences I have um, which I you know I still find difficult. I think every time anything kind of comes around that is very family focused, you know, for my own kind of reasons, that I do find that difficult. And I think what helps for me is to is to kind of remind yourself that that's it's okay. You don't have to be wonderful, happy, smiley, have the best day of your life. You know, find anything particularly enjoyable on that day. It's absolutely okay to find it difficult to have a cry, to really Mm. sort of like immerse yourself um, in that feeling. In fact, I think it's kind of healthier. I've definitely had experiences where I've tried my damn hardest to have a good time and to put on a kind of good happy face when I felt anything but and all I feel happens in that case is it kind of like it festers internally it comes out somehow and then you'll have a big blow up in some way shape or form and that's that's just you, you know I think you kind of have to face it somewhere so I think letting yourself have those feelings and then also um try and Thing, I mean, this works for me. I don't know about anyone else listening, but try and talk to yourself like you would a friend. Like if there was someone you knew going through what you're going through, whether that is a loss or any kind of like any kind of anything difficult that you're dealing with what would you say to them? Like what, how would you be there for Mm. them? What words of advice would you have for them? Because I think we can get stuck in a little cycle of like, you know, and you can even have a newborn in this case. Say you've, you know, maybe your, you know, Christmas brings up something really difficult, but you've just had a baby and you feel like, you know, for all reasons, you should be wonderfully happy and you should just be like bouncing along and going, you know, oh, this is great. It's our first Christmas, everything else. But you're not. You're just not feeling that way for whatever reason. And I think we can be really tough on ourselves and and then just end up being quite aggressive and, and, and almost like our own worst enemy of going, you know, oh, God, what's wrong with you? You know, you've got this little baby. You should be wonderfully happy and everything should be great. And you just need to recognise that kind of thinking and switch mm. it up into... If I had a friend that was going through this, would I be telling them they're a stupid idiot and they should feel like the happiest person in the world? I mean, probably not. Or they'd probably stop talking to me, you know, because it's just not how we deal with stuff in a healthy way. You've got to just remind yourself that if you're going through something that's super tough, 
that's okay. And you probably just, maybe you need someone to listen to you or just hold you, not even ask you anything. Just, just kind of care for you and comfort you in the way that you need rather than tell you to kind of, you know, pull your socks up and just have a nice time and don't worry about it and just focus on the good stuff. Because that doesn't help, I don't think. Or, you know, it's not very yeah. useful to kind of go, oh, never mind. Yeah, that's tough. But look at all this other good stuff you've got. No, sometimes you just need to kind of accept that it's, it's tough and it's going to come back and it will go again. I think feelings can, they'll kind of rise and fall and it sort of ebbs and flows and it comes around. And yeah, Christmas, I think, can just be a one where things can proper rise and you can feel all these emotions that felt like they'd kind of gone. They can be a lot more raw, but just be, yeah, just be mindful of like, that's okay. Treat yourself like your own best mate and just, just kind of, just remember it will pass. It'll be different. It'll change. You know, I, I kind of hate that sense of like, oh, in time, everything feels better. It doesn't. It's just different. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll still have days where things are super difficult, but then, but then you'll have days where they're not and they feel a lot easier yeah. and they feel even wonderful, you know, so mm. it will change. So just knowing that things will change and yeah, just be really nice to yourself. And I'm saying that to me as much as I am anyone else <laughs> listening, because I think like, I don't, you know, I'm often really guilty of this and I think we just all need to remember that because, yeah, we're just really tough on ourselves so unnecessarily. Mm. I think it's a classic mum thing, unfortunately, too. We're, we're very much, we think we should be superwoman, should be able to do, like, everything and then some. And it's just not true. You're still you. Like you say, you're still mm. that little girl, even, you know, that you used to be. That's still going on for you in some way. Mm. And just be nice to that, you. and Because mm. you are very important and you matter. And, um, yeah, that's my little piece on... On the tougher side of Christmas, I think, because, yeah, we need to talk about that too, I think. We do. We were talking about, so I run a club, a group on the Clubhouse app each Saturday morning called Mothering the Mother. Mm. And our final one of the year was last week. And we were talking about festive overwhelm. Mm. And it was great. It always is. It's always a really, really lovely space. But this week we were talking about... um, exactly what you were just saying you know it's not all it's not all roses and you know we we're talking about we're going into the heart of winter like the very depths of the darkness the days are the shortest the nights are the longest and so many people are, are finding it hard I think possibly this year in particular but I think anyway you know it's a time for for cleansing for stuff to come up you know Mm. lots of people get colds stuff is brought up and out of their bodies it's a real time when we go into that darkness that shadow work that really those difficult things I think are supposed to come up Mm. and at the same time we've got this massive celebration which not only is it super busy and energetic when actually you really just want to hibernate in the depths of winter not only is it super busy but it's also a time where people are like yeah I'm fine yeah great hi happy Christmas nice to see you and Mm -hmm. it's like that you've got people who are feeling really shit actually Mm -hmm. for different reasons not just about Christmas but it's a hard time of year and then you've got a point where you're supposed to pretend like you're not feeling a whole mix of things and so this year my plan is Mm. to we're going to have an open house for a couple of days people can just come and go we're not going to have a big sit-down meal Mm. we're going to have to bring your own buffet kind of whatever whoever oh, wants to come that. bring it yeah, yeah, bring yeah. a plate or something and I've ordered some um like canvases and some acrylic paint pens and stuff I've got oh, one nice. for everybody and I just want to know how are you feeling 
Mm. How are you doing? Really, like, what's going on for you? And I'd love for everybody just to sit around and, you know, draw what's going on for them right now. You know, I don't want this shiny bullshit. I want to know how are you feeling? Like, come on, let's talk. Mm. And I don't want to just gloss over it anymore because, you know, it it can just be, I don't mean for this episode to sound like Christmas is always shit. (laughs) It can be really beautiful as well. You know, it really can have all of that magical stuff. But also, if we're in a room together, I think it's a real opportunity for us to say, let's just stop a few hours. Let's just pause and say, how are you doing? Because how often do we do that? And so yeah that's my plan for this year I'll let you know how it goes I love that yeah it's like (laughs) Christmas art therapy at Leone's then (laughs) come in have a mince pie sit down here's a brush here's some canvas (laughs) I love that that's great yeah (laughs) oh god I mean god I like your plan that we've not really got much of a plan we are we are literally I mean I'm just all about the gifts for the kids this year although we try not to Mm. get a lot because that's something I think you're not really aware of especially when when it's kind of early Christmases with with you know when you've only just had your baby whatever you've got them is enough already and then everybody else will get them something else and I find like in the first Christmas especially more like friends and family are perhaps on it to get gifts um actually I find in Christmases after you don't kind of get as much from people (laughs) which is kind of good baby stuff isn't it yeah it's too much you've got to eke it out with the gift opening because if you give if you open everything in one go you just get insane mental children and it's just like too hectic and too full on they don't they don't they don't even know what they've opened and um actually I found that my two anyway they're not interested in actually opening presents it's more like we're trying to get them to do it in the first kind of year they just want to play with the stuff yeah exactly they just want want a pretty box or whatever but um but yeah definitely like don't worry if you're kind of still opening gifts I don't know in early January or something (laughs) because it's just yeah because just save it for like I don't know maybe there's a sort of a bit of a moment someone's having a meltdown and you can go like oh should we open this thing I don't know like it's it's nicer rather than just everything at once just like you don't need to do it all just sort of space it out yeah god chill out isn't it I think that's Mm. the overarching theme that I'm getting from all of this just do your own thing slow down chill out get rid of the expectations and uh, have have a nice time or not exactly (laughs) (laughs) so it is taking the pressure off yeah it's kind of treating it really kind of yeah delicately don't have to do anything big or flashy it doesn't have to be extreme just take it as it comes but yeah what else have we got anything else for the comments that was really really good we did have a lot of them we'll have to we'll have to repost some actually and put them on our stories and stuff I just want to acknowledge actually that um you know we're talking about Christmas not everyone celebrates Christmas that's true Uh, it can just be your festive season because Mm. even if you don't celebrate you know it's happening around you um and maybe your your neighbors and your whole street celebrate it but um yeah I just want to acknowledge that not everybody does that's true yeah I mean god this could apply for like baby's first birthday you know or yes. anything anything you celebrate any like, event yeah big <laughs> events oh I suppose we should touch on because I'm kind of like I feel like sometimes talk so much about free birth that I almost forget the really basic stuff and um big induction rate over the Christmas oh. period isn't there mm-hmm. so and that often happens I've been seen that is exactly yeah I've seen a few birth workers share that kind of like graphic where so what is it on Christmas day and boxing day you can see on this visual that there is a huge dip in yes. births and there's just like 
hardly any births. And that doesn't make any sense. It's not like babies just magically decide not to be born on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. That's intentional. That's people wanting to free up time for their own social life and their own dinner plans, golf plans, whatever. I mean, I feel like most people you know, I'm wanting a free birth. But then I kind of think that, you know, people listening to this, you know, I was planning a home birth. I listened to a lot of free birth episodes. So I think mm. there could be a mixture of people and induction might actually be something that comes up or gets, you know, talked about. And just to be aware that, yeah, over Christmas, you could be even more pressured to get your baby out. Yeah, I mean, even if you're planning a free birth and you're kind of excluded from the system, even your friends and family can be going, come on, you know, you must be feeling really tired by now. Don't you want to just get your baby out so you can get on with Christmas? You know, it's just like pressure from everybody. I remember when I first saw that, um, that was the the sheet that you're talking about with the the pictures and stuff. It was so shocking because... It's crazy, isn't it? I'd never seen it in visual form Mm. like that. And just, you know, the low numbers that were born on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Babies don't read calendars. They Mm. don't know. It's clearly engineered. And so we've got all these people interfering with birth. It's just, yeah. (sighs) Crazy, isn't it? Get away. So I wanted to... um, include a bit of new year's resolution talk because i feel like that is something sometimes people um might consider around christmas as they move into the new year and i thought well what would be a good new year's resolution for someone who is preparing to free birth give birth at home and i want to talk about diet and eating and nutrition and stuff like that a little bit because obviously Mm. in the new year there's going to be this barrage of celebrities especially selling a dvd um do people is it still dvds it's probably not is it it's probably just like like youtube subscribe to my (laughs) it'll be more the internet yes god so like i'm like a lot older than i am yeah um (laughs) yeah there'll be lots of celebrities who are kind of pushing their new like keep fit regime you know oh you can lose all your christmas weight in this many days or whatever else um and i think actually for women who've just had babies the pressure for that can be really intense there's often Mm. a lot of images of like oh look at me 10 days after having my baby I look like I've never had a baby before kind of thing which is so unrealistic and just so un unhelpful unhealthy it's not unfair unfair yeah there's to have that pressure but it's not you know your focus once you have your baby should be you and your baby and just that connection and resting and being together and exploring that kind of like new relationship with them on the outside it shouldn't be trying to fit into your old genes or whatever like that's not oh, the God. goal here not the time to stop eating the chocolate is it <laughs> no no no, no. But it's just like so I think it can be tough because I think you know again perhaps more so even with your first you know you can feel a bit of a a bit of a kind of wish to look like your old self um and then if you are surrounded by you know so much online on social media that's talking about you know get fit now get your you know start working on your summer body now and that kind of thing it can be really quite difficult yeah because you know you might not you might already feel a bit down about how you look or something like that so just be mindful that all of that is bullshit and it does it just shouldn't apply to your your kind of mindset in this time like that's not your priority but just just focus it's more about nourishing yourself instead and I Mm. want to highly recommend uh, a book that I've been getting into Real Food for Pregnancy by Lily Nichols yes 
such a good book. Um, so it's not it's not about dieting. It's more about she's great because it's she's more evidence based nutritional information. So she's more she's kind of even looked into like even the things that get recommended and advised by are the kind of I don't know government led nutritional advice whatever gets put out, especially towards pregnant women. She's kind of gone through and she's just just really debunked and just said well this is a massive myth like you know it shouldn't be about cutting down um you know fats or or eating like really over or limiting your salt intake stuff like this you know yeah, she's more looking at the fact it? yeah it's, she's more looking at like you know eat foods in their entirety because there's a benefit for, to having something when it's kind of like you're not taking bits out of it and changing that kind of it's really fascinating i kind of i'm i'm getting more and more into this whole nutrition side because Mm-hmm. I feel like in the world of free birth, especially or home birth or whatever, if you're taking more of a responsibility for like your kind of pregnancy and your birth and everything else, there's so much that can be done with like nutrition um, that can limit that reduce the chances of things happening in you know later stages of pregnancy. You know, I think that probably a lot of people listening are familiar with like the brewer's diet, another really good thing to look into because again, these things have been shown to like eliminate, eradicate things like preeclampsia if you know you yeah. follow this kind of you know what is it it's, it's essentially you know higher protein high higher protein, calorie yeah so stuff like so those uh brewer's diet and real food for pregnancy by lily nichols if you're looking for a kind of new year's resolution-ish thing um these are really good things to look into because they're more about nutrition and supporting you rather than it's not about dieting it's about really kind of supporting you as a kind of physical being whether you're growing your baby or or I feel like if you've just had them too you know because you're especially if you're breastfeeding there's still different things going on with you physically that you can mm. support and enhance nutritionally so to kind of counteract all the nonsense with the kind of dieting or the you know doing things to keep fit or get in shape I think they're good 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 ways to redirect yourself Love it. I love that you've just brought that up because, yeah, there's so much. It's such a negative focus, isn't it, on mm. diet? You you must need to fix yourself because mm. you are not in good shape. But actually, you've just birthed a baby. Like, that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. And you might need some support with, with your nutrition. Um, and in a similar vein, you know, all of these exercise videos and stuff, I think there's so much pressure to get to bounce back to get up and out again to get up and moving and you know I see pictures of of people who are you know a day after having their baby they're they're down the shops I'm like no get into bed rest 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 and what is it a week in bed a week on the bed a week week next to the bed that's three weeks minimum where you basically haven't left your room you know obviously you need to keep moving a tiny bit but yeah. lay lay down be flat mm-hmm. get people to bring food to your mouth if you are lying down you know you shouldn't be going out and exerting yourself leave mm-hmm. alone doing any of these exercise videos which probably would be oh, featuring God, as no. well no, like no, no, no. no just yeah. take it so unbelievably slow and then slower even slower than you yeah. think that's it that's it and because it's also about building stamina isn't it you know I don't know about you but I remember the first time that because I properly did this this time round. I mm. did I didn't do postpartum well the first two times but I fucking aced it this time yeah. and I I went downstairs properly for the first time maybe like two weeks after I had a baby and I remember it was such an interesting experience because my newborn baby and me 
were feeling the same things when he was getting stressed and crying because he was feeling overwhelmed Mm. actually that's what I was experiencing too and we both needed to come back upstairs and just go whoa that was intense like just have a little nap and you know we were so tired and I couldn't imagine then trying to do an exercise video literally going downstairs being around the rest of the family I don't know 20 minutes at first that was enough you know Mm, that was enough just go back and rest and build up those stores you don't need to be pushing it you shouldn't be pushing it get in bed rest that's it that's it. That's it. And I mean, you know, yeah, people that are minded of they just want to inv- avoid that medical intervention and that kind of involvement. Well, do the rest then for that reason. You know, then if it's so much better to support you and you're just not going to, you know, you're going to heal so much easier if you're just mm-hmm. resting and being with your baby. Um, you know, things like, I don't know if you've torn, you haven't got stitches, things like that. Those things are going to heal. You know, I, I did that. That was one of the things for, for me. Second time around postpartum, I had the odd little tear. It wasn't that major, but it was just literally staying in bed and I could basically watch myself knit together and I healed so beautifully mm. well. And I know if I was up and about and if I was running around, then you would be moving your skin. It's just really simple. Yeah. Like, you know, it would you'd just be moving. It wouldn't have the chance to to really knit back together and to just settle. So things like that, you know, you're, you're just going to just let your healing happen, you know, and rest, rest, rest like not because you absolutely have to and you feel like you're bed bound, but because it's because you want to and it's supportive and it's it's a nice nourishing thing to do and I mean oh god like those days where I was just in bed um with my second especially because I didn't do it so much with the first it's just so nice I miss it I miss it now Mm. I just want to be in that same lovely space just all snuggled up and cuddled up because it was so lovely I know it's hard if you've got older children and it's tricky I know maybe Christmas is happening downstairs and you you know you kind of want to join in but you're you're forcing yourself get people to bring dinner up they can pop in come and do visits up to your room exactly 10 minutes at a time bring you a cup of tea yeah I tried to. I was trying to think of another news resolution other than just looking at that those the kind of books and resources and stuff. And my only other one, I just feel like, is just make sure in the coming year, like do more of what feels good to you. Just just follow what feels good and and just really enjoy things more. I think. I mean, I'm someone who can get bogged down with with kind of overanalyzing and being very like kind of stressed about stuff and I don't prioritize what does actually feel good what do I what would I enjoy doing and I think that's so important and I think it's really kind of physically beneficial and mentally beneficial when you're pregnant or if you've just had your baby because you need these little kind of lifts and and you're missing out like you know I again I'm talking to myself here in a lot of ways like if you're just focusing on the kind of practicalities of things or if you're over analyzing a situation you're kind of missing out on the opportunity to fully experience it and enjoy it and you get a lot from that so yeah make mm. sure start prioritizing things that just make you feel really good in really simple mm. sense make a list I don't know and then make sure you figure it into your week or your day or something but yeah that would be I'm going to have that as my resolution (laughs) sure somebody mentioned something in a similar kind of vein in the mothering the mother chat um Mm. she was saying that she every year she brings out her Christmas notebook um before Christmas because she's got her spreadsheets and she's very 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 organized about wow. and the preparation yeah like she was flipping amazing but the next bit was that um she also just jots down a few sentences about you know she kind of cap- 
captures what this Christmas has been about. Oh, um, I love that. And I really like that. Just yeah. something to look back on and, you know, what worked, what didn't work, but what was lovely and, you know, what who was there, what yeah. did you do, that sort of thing. I thought that was really nice. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. I love that. Yeah. God, and mm. so organised too. Maybe that's to be... Yeah. <laughs> that's always oh. one of my resolutions is like trying to be more organised. <laughs> it never happens. No, I bought oh. a new notebook. Just sitting on my desk, it's oh, ready. I love, yeah, I love buying a notebook with like huge intentions, and then it just never gets used. I think I even like last year I bought a diary. It was like a, a day to view. It's like right, I'm going to write so many good things, and I've wow. never used that diary. So much empty space. No, I know. <laughs> oh God, oh, I love that though. Do more of what brings you joy and what lights yeah. you up. I think that's you know that's been revolutionary actually for me these past few months. Um, since doing some work with Carmen, I'm just going to oh, give Carmen yeah, a shout out, Carmen. birth coach company. Yeah. yeah, she talks about this, you know, do, but for my kind of makeup anyway, um, what what brings you joy and, and really use that as your compass. Um, yeah, I felt a lot happier. Anyway, that's Good. a side point. That's Don't fine. need to include that bit. But... <laughs> no, sorry, again, I'm just, I'm looking through her last little notes. I was seeing if there's anything we've missed, but I think we've gone through it all oh one more thing oh go if you're pregnant you don't have to let anybody touch your bum yes now at christmas or any other time of the year yes just a little reminder yeah yeah i don't how can we do that maybe wear a badge or a top that just says fuck off (laughs) (laughs) that might be a bit strong for christmas all year round one merry christmas fuck off I know it's just I, <laughs> I know I don't know how to stop how would you stop because it is hard especially if you're like in a room full of relatives they're just gonna get like you know too kind of hand happy but it's just not an excuse obviously you should not be no, doing that not. but yeah no tinsel on your bump yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh well oh. I hope you've had as much fun as I have <laughs> taking yeah, apart the festive definitely it's issues. been really good like you say I mean it's you know yeah we I think this isn't to make it sound like it's super tough but this is to try and provide some help and some ideas yeah. and some pointers for people heading into this and going over the Christmas kind of time because it's not easy it's a lot of challenges but you can get through it and there's definitely ways of making it easier and I hope these things we have gone over um, give people some inspiration and some ideas and ways of making it easier. I hope we get tons of messages going, oh, thank you so much for your episode. You've revolutionised my Christmas. <laughs> We've done nothing. We've just been at home. <laughs> yeah, good. Doing that's... our canvases. Yeah, that's right. We've all been painting. That's great. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you have a lovely time and oh. I hope that it's whatever you need it to be and yes. that you just do whatever you guys need to do and yeah yeah definitely. for a great year oh a great it's been amazing the podcast definitely yeah yeah we yeah. wish all our listeners an amazing christmas whatever you're doing and just yeah wonderful new year and we will see you in the new year with a ton of free birth stories because we have been inundated with applications i mean still keep applying if you want to we want to apply apply but we have got a lot of people to work through which is great so though. exciting yeah so so next year is going to definitely be the one in terms of like 
God, there's going to be so many stories. And we've got extra <laughs> special guests coming on too, um, sharing yeah. their expertise and knowledge. So super excited about that. But yeah, just oh, thanks to everyone that's joined us so far with this. It's been so exciting. Um, and there is so much more to come. But yeah, happy Christmas, everyone. Yay, happy Christmas. Thank you all so much. If you have enjoyed listening to these stories, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, share your thoughts. We'd love to hear how you found these amazing stories. You can tag us, tag our Instagram accounts, share with your friends, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. If you're preparing for a free birth and are looking for support, you can contact Leonie and I directly. Visit our Instagram pages for up-to-date information of our available courses and how you can book a private one-to-one session. You can find Leonie at at birthwise.withleone and me, Victoria, at free to birth. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode.